This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Here we go, hour two. Great day for talk radio, but the weather warning is in effect. That's tomorrow, the drills, uh, the freezing rain, I guess, uh, the drizzle. Then it starts to get milder and milder, and so the big melt could be on, which means, you know, there's a lot of groundwater uh, that will have to be absorbed because you don't want me to go into physics and impress you at all because uh, when it's all this snow, uh, obviously, it leads to melting with the warmer temperatures and so on and so forth. Uh, Something else that's come up. uh, I noticed that CTV News has got a story that uh, this new super agency dealing with health is, uh, well, they say they've got planning documents that have come into uh, their possession. The plan would merge Cancer Care Ontario, eHealth, Trillium Gift of Life, and local health integration networks. I love this, too, because it goes on to say the items to be completed include appointing a CEO, board members, signing cabinet orders, acquiring office space, staff, designated phone lines, and a website by February 20th. That's tomorrow. Uh, They're going to be hustling around, scrambling for office space as we speak, so I don't want to leave any members of the caucus uh, waiting too long here on the line. Uh, I just put that under the, we'll take it under advisement file and uh, leave that for now. Sylvia Jones is joining us, the Minister of Community Safety and Correctional Services, uh, having table legislation earlier today in the legislature when it comes to police oversight in Ontario. This is considered to be a necessary overhaul. Let's get Sylvia in here. How are you this afternoon, Sylvia? I am very good. Thank you for having me, John. Well, did you table the legislation today? I did, shortly after 3 p.m. Okay. Tell us why it was necessary to have an overhaul of uh, police oversight in the province. Well, to put it bluntly, uh, the Liberals... uh, Um, 2018 legislation was uh, very uh, tipped on one side of the scale, and we're balancing that out with our uh, proposed legislation. All right, and so what are the major changes in the legislation? So I think from uh, from the interest of your public, it would be things like with uh, the SIU investigations, uh, we are going to ensure that they happen in a timely manner, uh, 120 days, and if there needs to be an extension, then there has to be a justification for that extension. Um, Again, with the SIU, uh, we're going to make sure that only the uh, things that need to go to the SIU are being referred there. Uh, you may have heard some recent examples of police who have been under investigation because they showed up as an individual committed suicide or um, had a heart attack. Uh, those officers have been under SIU investigations, and uh, as you can imagine, that takes them off the street, and it is very uh, stressful and costly. Uh, we're removing those and making sure that the SIU focuses on what they need to focus on. Yeah, my understanding as well is uh, you're streamlining to the point where this alphabet soup of oversight committees uh, is going to be amalgamated into something called the Law Enforcement Complaints Agency. What's that about? Exactly, and you have hit the nail on the head. Uh, Right now, uh, if you wanted to make a complaint against a police officer, a police board member, or a chief, uh, you had to figure out which of the four agencies uh, to file that complaint with. We're going to streamline that process so that Everyone goes through the same front door, and then it will be referred to the appropriate agency. You know, the other thing where uh, some critics early on are suggesting this is too pro-police, but it does give chiefs of police the power to suspend officers without pay, doesn't it? 
Yeah, they, look, this is pro-community safety. This is pro-public safety. Uh, our police officers need to be out on the road to uh, be protecting our communities and our families. And what we're doing with this legislation is clarifying that for uh, individuals of the public as well as uh, chiefs of police and our police officers. Tell me about the mandatory training that you're uh, going to insist upon here as well for all new officers, special constables, and police board members. What's that about? Well, actually, that was one of the recommendations that came about um, from Justice Tulloch, and he rightfully uh, suggested that we need to do a better job of training our um, our officers and our special constables. Uh, we're going to ensure that that happens with this new legislation. If passed, there will be mandatory training. And it will ensure that uh, officers who are in our communities understand uh, the vast uh, challenges and the um, the number of people that they need to accommodate. And that could be human rights, it could be with Indigenous, it could be racial, uh, the, the whole um, spectrum of what any police officer deals with on any given shift. What about compelling officers to testify before the SIU? That's become contentious over the years now. Uh, my understanding is you've actually lessened the fines for officers uh, who may not testify. Why is that? Well, I, I mean, the, the, the comparison that is being made is we're actually bringing it to uh, $5,000, which, uh, you know, is a fairly hefty fine for uh, the majority of us. Uh, there will still be an obligation uh, for subject officers to participate in SIU investigations, but we're also going to make sure that only uh, the investigations that need to happen that are um, pertinent to public safety uh, fall through the SIU through with the SIU. Well, the previous fines were as high as $50,000 a year and a year in jail. Un- under the uh, Liberal legislation, which, uh, again, as I started with, uh, we didn't feel was uh, balanced. So that's why we've made those changes. And so, uh, Sylvia, was it a case of, uh, you know, I cited uh, an example earlier as well when uh, an officer might be administering naloxone in a naloxone kit to somebody who's ODing on fentanyl and that person passes in the officer's care, uh, that officer would immediately be investigated by the SIU. Had this become uh, an issue, actually, that officers felt that they were put in a position, an untenable position, where automatically then they would be a suspect officer in a case where they had nothing but good intentions? Yes, you you hit it on the head. There is nothing worse than an officer who is uh, hesitating when he wants and needs to act. We uh, made the naloxone change uh, in the fall. It was very well received, and uh, frankly, I have already heard uh, from frontline officers who have used it. Uh, it look, it's, it's not a panacea. It doesn't uh, revive everyone, and sometimes uh, things happen like heart attacks. So we have to say and appreciate that when an officer is attempting to help by administering naloxone, uh, that they are not going to be under an SIU investigation uh, simply because the person didn't pull through. All right. And so you're anticipating how uh, will this legislation be met by the police chiefs across the province? Well, so far it's been uh, very positively received. Um, as you can imagine, there is it's a very comprehensive um, legislation, piece of uh, legislation, and there's a lot of detail uh, that the chiefs of police and the, the police associations want to be able to review. But overall, I would say that the response has been quite positive. All right, and it's called the Comprehensive Police Services Act 2019. You got it. And with a majority in the legislature slated to pass imminently, how soon and how soon will 
will it be in effect? Well, uh, depending on uh, whether the NDP choose to block it in any way, uh, which I can't anticipate, um, we are hopeful that the the Comprehensive Ontario Police Services Act would be uh, in law before the uh, summer. All right. Well, uh Thanks a lot for giving us a, a briefing on how this is all playing out. I appreciate your time as always, Sylvia. Thank you, John. Sylvia Jones is the Minister of Community Safety and Correctional Services. Just an update on that file. There's a whole lot to discuss in moments. Topics worthy of discussion? Well, needless to say, uh, what's been roiling official Ottawa of late, the SNC-Lavalin scandal, plays large in that, and uh, we also... Uh, do have the case of the carbon tax fight that the Saskatchewan court has been wrestling with, but Ontario and Manitoba are on board as well. We'll find out uh, if this is one that, uh, well, we'll see what the panel has to say. Is it a case of provincial autonomy or the general best interests of the rest of the country as the feds are pleading? Uh, We'll see how the panel feels about that. Moments here on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.